seen you off, Sarah. <laughs> I don't even know what news channel it was on. Was it oh, channel, yeah. Channel this 7, channel fucking... 9. I don't know. I don't watch the news, obviously. Yeah, um, but this clip. But it, yeah, it pops up in, like, some, on some of the Instagram followers and stuff. Yeah. And it's not even 30 seconds into it, and she's talking about people not complying and... Yeah. Oh, blows my mind. Listen to this. I'm going to play it. This is Sunrise. You know what? This isn't even nice for me. It's really annoying, but I can hear both of us pretty good. So I'll just take it off. And then hopefully we can just talk. All right, so this is a sunrise clip. How the fuck do we... Increasing calls for them. Okay. Anti-vaxxers and conspiracy theorists have been slammed for refusing to have the coronavirus vaccine when it becomes available in Australia. While the Prime Minister's accepted, it will be hard to make it mandatory. There are increasing calls for there to be consequences to those, for those who refuse the jab. The government has warned it won't rule out strict measures for those who do not comply. It's a hot topic this morning. To discuss it, I'm joined by 7 News political editor Mark Riley and journalist Louise Roberts. Okay, well, first thing first, I just hear political editor Mark Riley and journalist, whatever her name is. They're, they're Who the even, fuck are you? Exactly, they're not even professionals in any way to be reporting on the health and well-being of anyone <laughs> in this fucking country. I know. And she, like, how how the fuck are journalists not journalists anymore? Like, she's obviously clearly biased, like, this throughout this whole thing. She's on one side. It's there's like, no he's meant to fucking ask questions. There's no such thing as journalism when you're only getting one side of the picture. Yeah, exactly. And why is it when you refuse a vaccine, yeah. you are refusing? Yeah. Why can't, why isn't it just, oh, I'm declining yeah, or I'm, I'm not opting else. in. You know, you, yeah. you decline antibiotics. Mm-hmm. I decline junk food. Yeah. I decline cigarettes. Yeah. I decline <laughs> Alcohol. Yeah. Why is it I'm refusing exactly a vaccine? Like yeah. it's the language they use. It's it's to make people hate each other. Yeah, exactly. The whole comply. Like you're not yeah. complying. Yeah. Like you're not pulling your the weight for the but, fucking population. But if anything, that just pisses everyone off. Yeah. They yeah they pit. And then now since the vaccines come out, I've noticed everything's shifted from like scared of the vaccine to scared of people that aren't being vaccinated. Yeah. Like those nurses in. Brisbane, they remember like after the cases came out here like last week. Yeah, the one that was vaccinated was quiet. You didn't hear anything about it. Yeah. The one that wasn't vaccinated. Mm, Headline news like, why are there nurses working and they're not vaccinated? It's like, oh, so now we're making enemies of humans, like other people. Like, yeah. Oh, it's disgusting. Let's keep, let's keep listening to these wanks. Good morning to both of you, Mark. Good morning. Do you think the federal government will follow through on these threats? Uh, good morning, Nat. Good morning, Louise. I think it probably will. I mean, Scott Morrison yesterday in a couple of interviews said, don't forget I'm the Minister of No Jab, No Play. And that mm. re- requirement was brought in by a lot of the states um, in uh, in childcare centres and uh, and in schools. In so schools. Uh, there, there are things... There's no no jab, no play for <laughs> exactly. schools. Yeah, there isn't. <laughs> see how they just terrify people? Mm-hmm. Like, yep. imagine if you've just had a baby, mm-hmm. you don't know the rules, mm-hmm. and you've decided not to vaccinate. Yep. You hear that and you think, holy fuck, my kid can't even go yeah. to school. Uh-huh. It begins, yeah, and no one's going to double check that, like not many people. No, and they can in Queensland, Northern Territory, Tasmania, still go to daycare and kindy. Yeah, right. You just got to pay full fees. Yeah, right, so you don't get the... um, No, so WA, oh, and ACT, they can still go as well. Yeah, So it's WA, New South Wales and Victoria. Yeah. Oh, and I think South Australia are on board now too. Mm -hmm. They just flat out can't go. Yeah. But they can still go in Queensland. Yeah. So it's... It's fucking bullshit. They don't even know what they're talking about. No. (laughs) 
the no job keeper, no job seeker. Oh, just like I just don't get why government is so into like I don't get why Medicare is sharing health information with Centrelink and like why is this even intertwined? Why is the government even it in happened that, in it? How like, long ago was it? Two years, three years? Yeah, like yeah. I remember and, and again, since and again you had this. to opt out. Mm, mm-hmm. It wasn't an opt in. It was just you're automatically yeah. in. If you don't want your information yeah. shared, you have mm-hmm. to opt out. Yeah. And that's where they've got everyone by the fucking balls. Because everyone mm-hmm. nearly needs Medicare. Yeah. Most people rely mm-hmm. on some form of childcare rebate, family or benefits, tax benefits, family tax yeah. benefits, mm-hmm. some kind of benefit from the government. Yeah. And that's where they'll get everyone. This is what's fucked is like you automatically like Centrelink automatically, if you're on family tax benefit, it literally is like, um, you need to update your information, your children aren't vaccinated or whatever the fuck it is. And it's just like, how are like the Australian Medical Association, how is APRA, how are all these medical fucking boards even like, how is it legal and how are they not standing for people? Because that's coercion. And like, as a health professional, you'd learn people shouldn't be drunk, people shouldn't be like under the influence when they make decisions, they shouldn't be coerced. It's like a simple fucking fact. Yet the government can be like, yeah, not like how, and then I remember before I kind of learnt a little bit more about it, thinking like, well, yeah, the government's not forcing you to get vaccinated, but if you want, if you want childcare, you fucking <laughs> yes. need to get vaccinated, assholes. And now I'm just like, that's coercion. That's not even legal. Yeah. As a health professional, you shouldn't vaccinate someone because they need that extra money for whatever the fuck. Like, and then when you did take your kids in for their shots, how much information were you giving? Oh, fuck all. And I just felt like a, an amazing parent. Oh, <laughs> fucking taking Tanner in, right? I putting in i still remember it i had these paul frank onesies uh, right? yeah. and i remember had, paul frank yeah and they had the the oh, little push button whatever they are oh yeah snaps mm-hmm. up the side of the leg yeah so i was right. like well this is perfect i can just undo a couple of the snaps yeah. don't have to get him undressed and mm-hmm. she can fucking inject him straight into his <laughs> leg and here i am thinking i'm a deadly mom yeah mm-hmm. nothing i got no information no. i didn't ask one single question yeah nothing yeah nothing it's fucking wild it's loose. but it's so wild. how are people making an informed choice then if it's one not- they're under due pressure Mm-hmm. possibly losing benefits, can't send their, their kids to yeah. daycare, can't work therefore mm-hmm. if their kids can't go to daycare. Mm-hmm. And then you're not even getting yeah. unbiased information. It's fucked. But they don't teach you that at uni. I remember like one lecture. I remember all it was was basically showing a graph of like, look at everything dropping off after vaccinations were introduced. Yeah. And there's <laughs> so much more to that fucking story. And I remember walking out just being fucking furious. Like, why wouldn't people vaccinate? <laughs> the fucking, we should just execute them all. Like, I was so fucking mad. And then when I had kids, I was even more crazy. Like I was even yeah, more yeah. like that. Because obviously when you believe it, it is true for you. And you think like people are literally going to kill your children in there. <laughs> vaccinate themselves but and it's the same uh, as, it's the same as GPs expecting walking into a GP and expecting him to give you nutrition or her to yeah. give you nutritional advice no, I think they I think they spend two days on nutrition yeah it's fucked you know like how, even dietitians don't know what the fuck they're talking about and their whole degree is based on it and it's I like a dietitian <laughs> tell me to eat eight slices of white bread oh gross I was like what I wouldn't even <laughs> I didn't even do that in my super unhealthy days <laughs> yeah. like, eight fine. slices of bread that's fucked that's loose that's disgusting yeah yeah, it's so messed up and it's so not – and, you know, it's funny, before COVID hit, you always heard, like, Del Victory and stuff and people always saying, like, there's things in the pipeline for mandatory adult vaccinations because when they say herd immunity, 
nearly not like we're not all immunized most children are but most of the fucking adults aren't getting mmr boosters and shit there's no fucking herd immunity it's literally because all the adults got fucking measles they have immunity from it like you and me i think are the first generation to get the mmr yeah so we were like I never got chicken pox, never got measles, never I got, got mumps, chicken pox, never got rubella, never got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing else, but yeah. But my mum did. Yeah. She got them all really bad. Yeah, right. Like as bad as, as yeah. they are. Mm-hmm. And then she would have passed on her immunity to me. Mm-hmm. So my baby yeah. brothers both got chicken pox. Mm-hmm. Didn't get it very bad. I never caught it. Yeah. I've been exposed to chicken pox. A million times. Yeah, right. That's throughout so my good. childhood and mm-hmm. adulthood, and I never got them. So good. Not because I got one shot in my fucking arm. Yeah. But because mum passed on mm-hmm. the normal, natural yeah. antibodies. And it, it's longer lasting immunity when you yeah. catch the wild type, too. Yeah. There's so much. You know that, that doctor in um, Sears? His, I can't remember his first name, Dr. Sears. He's like a pediatrician in California. He had a podcast with a mum. And it was like they had this like a huge um, deep dive into MMR yeah. and like the consequences. Like, yeah, it's all well and good now, but when the older generation who all had measles, all had rubella, all had mumps, they're like the gatekeepers to a lot of it. And when they all pass on, we're all going to come through with fucking shingles and shit because yeah. we haven't caught. Like normally, our children would then go on to have chickenpox, and that's our booster almost because yeah, then yeah, we're yeah. like mid, you know, twenty, thirties, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And we're not going to have that. And then, um, but then we're going to get shingles and all these fucking problems. But there's another vaccine for that. Oh, so fucking yeah. there you go. Like, and, oh, that's fucked. And the activation of the immune system when it's exposed to wild chickenpox, wild measles, mm. wild rubella, all that sort of stuff. It's just astounding. Glioblastoma tumors who kill yeah. people quickly and there's not much you can do. The fucking, is it measles or chickenpox? Measles, measles, yeah, measles yeah. will kill it. Yeah. It's like maybe these basic childhood, in, like, Illnesses, yeah. yeah. Was like building good scaffolding in our immune system, and yeah. now it's like, 100%. oh no, you can't have fucking chicken pox for a week because mummy has to fucking work and uh, she can't and, be at and, home for a fucking week. And it's funny too, I've, which is fine if you have to fucking work. Some people do. <laughs> I'm not ragging them out. But. <laughs> My second cousin lives in the UK, right? And our girls are the same age. Mm-hmm. Um, her little girl. There's no chicken pox vaccine on the really no so it's not publicly funded in the uk it's not oh, under the nhs okay. it's you have to pay for it and you have to do it yourself yeah if, if you want your kids to have it mm-hmm. some people choose to obviously yeah. um my cousin didn't choose for her little girl to get it mm-hmm. she got chicken pox when she was eight months old right? oh wow over there no big deal yeah she got chicken pox yeah and i remember her texting yeah. me a picture of her and this was when cody was little so i was already off the vax train thank goodness yeah she sent me a picture and she's like oh um Phoebe's got chicken pox, poor little thing. Yeah. She's eight months old. Mm-hmm. She had a few spots on her. Yeah. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine <laughs> if that was in Australia? Oh. If someone said to an Australian woman, my eight month old's got chicken yeah. pox. Oh my God. Have you reported it to oh the fucking gosh, public health? Sure okay. <laughs> in England, it's because like, it's up? not routinely vaccinated yeah. for, mm-hmm. it's just a thing. Yeah. It's just a thing that kids get. Yeah. In Australia and in America, because there's a vaccine for it and because mm-hmm. it's on the schedule, yeah. it's this big fucking deadly disease. Yeah. It's fucked, eh? And that's the thing, like, there are problems when you aren't super healthy, when your vitamin A levels are fucked and you get measles. Like, yeah, maybe you could get deaf and shit. But what are we trading these simple childhood Hood illnesses, which we have had for fucking ever up until what is it 30 years now? It's been out these yeah. new vaccines. 
like what are we trading that for like yeah we don't we have the convenience of not having our children get chicken pox and stuff mm. but instead they've got what, asthma and eczema and <laughs> yeah. or autoimmune, autoimmune diseases people yeah. getting fucking type 1 diabetes when they're fucking 30 like just there's so many there's so much stuff that is completely hyperstimulate the, the immune system from infancy mm. and then they wonder why they spend a lifetime yeah. with autoimmune diseases yeah. everything mm-hmm. like our children are the first generation that are expected to live shorter lives than their parents that's how are people sitting by and going yeah that's that's cool I know. that's fine yeah in today's modern age with with the technology and medications that we have available for emergencies. Yeah. Our children should be living way longer. Yeah. yeah. There's absolutely no excuse so for fun. it. I just can't stand, like, I'll talk about this to my mum and she's just like, yeah, but why, why aren't these people speaking out? And I'm like, they do. Like, there are scientists who have dedicated do. their, fu- even people, like, scientists working in fucking vaccines that talk about things like this. They just get it's written in the fucking box that these vaccines come in, like, what could, like, the reactions that can happen. They don't show you the box. No. <laughs> they show you their little fucking pamphlet printed out. Yeah, by printed out by the pharmaceutical company. And that's who the fuck teaches health professionals to. Like, you just get a pamphlet, it's like, okay, is what you're saying and, yeah. and everything's so open-ended and like not actually getting to it like even this stupid interview they don't actually say anything of substance no it's just fear and then they use that example so of imagine, like imagine you're sitting on the couch at home you've got kids in daycare you're on job keeper mm-hmm. and you don't want to get the vaccine you hear something like that yeah what are you gonna think yeah you think fuck me i'm gonna be mm-hmm. broke my kids can't go to daycare mm-hmm. i can't go to work yeah i better just go get that shot. and if you don't know enough you think you need you think it's going to benefit as well, yeah. which maybe it could on some fucking... Well, it could save you from a 0.2% yeah. death rate. Oh, God. If you're over a certain age. Yeah. That's like before when I was telling you when I went into the bottle shop um, and that lady who was quite obese was so scared of me not wearing a mask and I was like, no, I'm not wearing one. And I just, like I said before to you, like wear a mask. Like if you're that concerned about your health, yeah. go jog go lose weight or Even whatever apple. i don't fucking know yeah. but that's insulting to her and yeah. like that we care more about that than you know it's like sweetie don't, you can't be don't, like, fucking don't insult her obesity for the sake of your body yeah. autonomy, bodily autonomy yeah crazy yeah so what's yeah. pissing you off this week oh uh-huh. well you know what's pissing me off I'm, i don't i'm interested to know because i was this was a bit of a um oh well it's okay so this is what pisses me off you know like Okay, I feel like a lot of shit is co-opted from the na- like I hate the word natural birthing yeah because yeah. it's just so messy like people don't even like yeah people yeah. I remember once hearing a mom say she she's like oh I had an induction just the con- like just the typical concoction of and induction epidural yeah and it was like an instrumental delivery like pulled out forceps and she was like I'm just so glad I got to have the baby naturally and I'm like fuck. No, you had a vaginal, vaginal. delivery. Yeah, That's yeah. it. 100%. Like, ugh. Anyway, so, you know, when people are like, in the system, in the maternity care system, when people are like, they're not they're not patients, they're women, they're birthing women. They're like, they're... Oh, I've never heard people okay. say that. Like, yeah, they're very much like, don't call them patients. Or like, you know, if you're a home birth midwife, it's like they're clients, they're not your patients. Because patients is really, even in mental health, it's like that. Like, you yeah, don't call right. them patients because it's kind of... Like, it's all we semantics. Can... It's like, yeah, like, we're the authority yeah. then and yeah. they are the lesser kind of thing. And um, when I was working at that place I was working at last year, it was just like, they are the fucking patients. Yeah, they have fucking ID badges. They're all on IV antibiotics. They're all managed. They're on four hourly OBS. You'd have a little fucking wristband. Yeah. Yep. 
And I'm just like, what? This is not, this is all pretend. We're all pretending like, oh no, we're our birthing women. And even that, like our birthing women is fucked and paternalistic. But it's just like, I can't, it's people, you see some of these very like, system-based midwives midwives yeah midwives just eat like they kind of like see a peek into this natural birthing world and like oh i like that i like that yes and then they put it onto the system and like oh the you know birthing women here and, and if i use this particular language then women are gonna language. have a better experience yeah and, and it's kind of like it's just a big fucking facade it's like no this is nothing like you say the fucking right things you smile they don't say the right things but yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like this is bullshit they are fucking patients and then also the whole like babies are birth not delivered not really not for most women they are fucking delivered they are mm. delivered violently by instruments pulled out like this whole bullshit thing at the end of the birth it's like an emergency get it out and it's like no that I don't feel like that is a fucking birth. Like, no, and that's it's a, a fucking difference. Like, yeah, they are delivered like fucking pizzas for a lot of moms. Like, I know she's gone through the entire... And, like, I can't even, like, begin to imagine, like, what that's like. Like, that's hard. Like, to me, watching a mom, like, the whole induction, epidural, instrumental birth, like, the emotional shit that happens, the physical, like, I couldn't imagine. Like, that is so much harder than what I ever had to contend with. So it's not about that, but it's just about the fucking words they use. And I'm like, well, no, it is a delivery. Be fucking honest. Like, this is... And they are patients. They are patients. We treat them like patients. And, ugh. Yeah, so that just pisses me off when I feel like there's a lot of murky shit. Like, they kind of get a peek into what actual birth can look like at home. And they just start co-opting the language and bringing it in. Even the fucking, you know, the words like mama and journey and her pregnancy journey. And it's like, it's not a fucking, you just don't think it's a journey, dickheads. No. You're ticking off each week. It's just each a time <laughs> and it's a timeline. Oh, you're 38 weeks. Yeah. So you have this. Oh, you're 39 weeks. Let's yeah. do a sweep. Yeah. Yep. It's fucked. And so, yeah, it just drives me insane because I'm like, well, no. And then <clears throat> I think a lot of, like, people that are into birthing, like, quickly adopt that language because I yeah, think it's yeah. right. Like, I think that's, yeah. But then in the system, I'm just like, well, no, it's not like that at all. Like, I think same as the whole C-section thing, like, <clears throat> oh, I got to, like, play music and all this. And it's like, oh, that's cute. It's like putting a bow on a, f it's like lipstick on a pig. It's like, yeah, okay, if that makes you feel better. That's not what natural, like, that's not what people who are advocating for women give a fuck about. Like, it's no. about the C-section, the risk, the mortality risk to that woman, her next pregnancy is, you you know, it's just like there's so much more to it, the health of that baby, the health of the mother. And it's just like... C-section's not even considered dangerous, though. No. There's so many people. Did it's, you it's... see that um stat today about V-bags? No. Yeah, it's people just oh, think it's I think fucking... I did. And did it just show that V-bags are safer in every category yeah than a repeat c-section uh -huh. yeah i did see that yeah it's crazy like you're five times like if you want a v-back which is vaginal birth after c-section you it's five times less likely to have a uterine rupture i'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah it is unethical to deny someone a planned v-back when the risk of maternal death is five times higher with an elective repeat caesar yeah. so all those women that are like have the quote-unquote emergency birth for the first one and needs a c-section which is like likely to not have been actual necessary like it could have been at the time but it was probably a created fucking emergency yeah well i and always i always tell people when they say oh um you know emergency c-section blah 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 or they're talking about c-section rates or anything like that mm -hmm. so the hospital 
here. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the last time I checked, their C-section rate was 43%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was two, that was three years ago that yeah, I checked right. that. Yeah. Um, my private midwife, yeah. her C-section rate is 4%. Yeah. And that's in line with biology. That like what, is that's how you get a percent of women mm-hmm. who encounter emergencies during birth. Yeah. And I wonder then too, even after having my own experience with an emergency during a physiological birth, yeah. if that percentage is even that high. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was told I needed a C section yeah. and I fucking didn't have one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So imagine Exactly. And 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 my midwife is basically as with women as she can be yeah, while within, being registered mm-hmm. with APRA. Yeah. You know, she 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 did mm-hmm. the best she could. Fuck yeah. And mm-hmm. so I imagine it could be even lower than that. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's the, that's the same with blood loss in birth. It's all the data's collected within hospital births and sometimes witnessing some things there, it's just like I think everyone's terrified of blood and it's quickly made into an emergency. It's quickly labelled things before yeah. they even know the mills that are lost. Yeah. And even the way they collect blood and say you've lost this amount of blood is the most I could randomest lose, fucking I could process. I 300 mil and pass out. Exactly. You could lose a litre yeah. and be fine. And so I've got a friend who has like massive, beautiful, big, fat babies. She yes. puts on a good amount of weight in pregnancy. She had her recent baby. It was... The thing is, I like, is it physiological ever if you're in hospital? Like, yeah. I hate to say it because I'm like, there's so many things that aren't physiological just fucking being there. Yes, you could be in the pool with, like, a midwife who's just sitting there. But at the end of the day, your nervous system's operating at a higher level, like, mm. being in a weird space. Like, like safe. Yeah, <clears throat> exactly. So she had um, her baby, like, beautiful, like, quick, nice and quick. And, not, like, then people are like, oh, well, it was precipitous. And that's a risk of fucking hemorrhage. And I'm like, I think that's a fucking lie, too. Like, I think that's just some made-up narrative. collected from women who birth in hospital. Uh-huh. Huh? Yep. And then, like, so then she had a hemorrhage. But then I'm just like, if you felt good, if everything, if you weren't told that, like, because once you start bleeding, if the midwife's like, oh, panicked, mm. she's you, upping your then, adrenaline, you you're lowering your oxytocin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're putting yourself more at risk. Yeah, like, 100%. because of other, and like, I don't know, like, I see some photos of Emily's birth and I'm like, oh, that's a lot of blood there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's but in hindsight. At the time, I felt fucking fine. Yeah. And it's just like some women, especially, like, and there is stuff to say it as well. Like, there is, like, backup for this. Like, big baby, big, beautiful placenta, put on a good amount of weight. Like, I just think those women might lose more blood. And they've probably got more blood They've got more blood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just all... And heaven forbid you say to the mother, how are you feeling? Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm noticing a bit of blood here. How are you feeling? Yeah, exactly. If she feels good, mm-hmm. end of conversation. Yeah, just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, doctors but also women don't trust themselves. Exactly. Enough. You know, they, they mm-hmm. don't trust their intuition enough to go, I feel good. Mm-hmm. I don't need any help right now. Yeah. They would just be like, oh, oh they, they know it's blood. <laughs> yeah. I must need help. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like an expected, I think some young girls grow up with that whole thing in their head of like birth is completely fucked up and we all died back in the day. Oh, like, I don't know how we have billions of people on the planet if that was the case, <laughs> but it's just like, it almost, it becomes a, like a manifestation. Like you think it's dangerous. people tell you that and you're like okay this is meant to happen I'm meant to have a bad time because this is what happened to my mom and then Mm -hmm. and then also there is this whole thing too of just like the whole victim badge like I think a lot of women thrive off it and it becomes a drama thing I know that's kind of anti-woman to say but it's like some women are thrilled at times like I think it's a trauma response like in them yeah but you're just like I think sometimes people enjoy 
the after part. Like, I don't know. That's kind of messed up to say, but no, I, no, I agree. I think sometimes it's easier. It is so much easier to sit in the lie than it is mm. to admit the truth. Yeah. So much easier. Mm-hmm. I was there for four months. Yeah. I was sitting, <laughs> sitting pretty in the lie. It was so comfy. <laughs> Yeah, it's like work to get through. It is. And I also feel sometimes for women, like, I think some of us are put on this fucking planet, like, me and you, like, you know how back in the day midwives weren't, like, registered? It was just, like, women in the community who enjoyed birth were into it. They, and they and would had go, some babies. And... Yeah, had some babies, knew some things. Like, yeah. <clears throat> like they would go and attend women in the community or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, I don't lost my train of fucking thought. I don't know. Oh, so some women, I feel like, don't give a like they're just not they're not passionate about birth which no one has to be like it's just a whatever but they just don't care and they just put it away but then you hear these stories like you know if it's a fucked up birth and they on reflection they see their friends posting about you know maybe induction isn't the greatest thing in the world they put it away put it away and then you hear stories of like you know indie birth and marin green and all of that hold like not a debriefing circles, but things like for women to talk about their birthing experiences and whatever. And she said sometimes there's older women that come there that are like 70, 80, and they kind of realize what happened to them in their birth in their 20s. And they are still remembering it like it was yesterday. Oh. And so I think it's buried away deep down. So you can't, you need, yeah. You can't birth a child and forget the experience. No. Ever. No. Not one second of it. It's fucking crazy. You will never. Ever. Unless you're under ether and tied oh, down yeah. with sheep's wool and shit back in the in our grandmother's day my grandma yeah Yeah. my grandma just missed it though she well actually she was lucky because she wasn't wealthy enough yeah sweet yeah (laughs) and she was born in a house with no floor wow yeah crazy and her brother died of pneumonia like they were pretty shit yeah so um but being poor was probably a bit of a benefit in the birth world Unless you were black and poor in America. Like, I was listening to this podcast the other day, and there was a woman who was a historian, a doula, a birth keeper, she calls herself. So I think she might be more, like, home-based or whatever. And um, she was saying how that doctor, like, the the fucking god of gynecology or whatever in America would um, grab, like, black slaves and would sell tickets to theatre, and he was, like, developing the whole world of gynecology and would do, like procedures on these women with no anesthetic he would do cesareans and stuff Mm, yeah it's disgusting people would watch all about that too so fucked up yeah and you just think oh my god black women are still got the worst stats for birth yeah four times more likely for a maternal for a maternal death i think yeah i'm not sure about indigenous australians but it is like um it was like heavily focused on our within a uni and stuff and um but then it's kind of like when you get pregnant and you're in a high risk group and you're told from the second you conceive that you're high risk and that this and it seems like such a, such a negative light constantly on Are these they women. Are high risk just because they're indigenous? Yeah, that's like I don't okay, I don't think it's high risk if you're just indigenous, but yeah. you are like even in the birthing process with an Aboriginal woman, they're like, okay, do you realize you know this and this and this? Like it could be lower birth weight, more chance of like you know mortality, all this stuff, and you're just like. Mm. And like even it's just setting them up to fail. I, don't know, I just feel like you're just constantly telling them. And even okay, like cigarettes are fucking really bad in pregnancy. But just the focus on the negative, I'm just like, it's never gonna work. It's just like with an addict, it's like if you constantly focus on the fucking heroin. I don't know, change the circumstances or something, which yeah, you yeah. can't do. Like you're not, you don't have that amount of power. But 
I would never advocate uh, for cigarette for smoking cigarettes in any circumstances, least of all while you're pregnant. Fuck no. But there's worse things. Yeah, and that's what I think. Like, if they we put so much, it's funny because me and you are like completely off with all of that. Like, they put a lot of focus on anti, like the importance of antenatal care and stuff like this. Um, but then I just feel like. I don't know. Like, I just think there's such a focus on the smoking. And I'm like, yeah, that's fucking bad. They should know it. But just tell them once. They're not fucking children. They're just like anyone else. Just be like, you know, this isn't good. You can have low birth weight baby, premature labor, whatever. And then just shut the fuck up. It's their decision to make. They're a fucking woman. They've got autonomy. They're not fucking, like, retarded. I know retarded isn't a good word to use anymore, but I don't care. (laughs) We don't call fucking Down syndrome people retards anymore. So why can't I use it as a fucking insult? Yeah, you should be. Yeah, I don't... Same as gay. Why can't I say gay anymore? I say gay all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not fucking homophobic. It's just like, it's fucking, and everyone knows what gay means. When I say something's gay, you know what I mean by gay. Like, that's fucking gay. Oh, hang on. I'm just going to go chest feed my baby. (laughs) (laughs) But not open that can of worms yet. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, so that was my, like, I am just get pissed off when people talk about, especially, like, medicalised midwives and stuff talking about it in a way. And I'm like, you don't even know what they're talking about. they have no intention of treating the woman no. with any kind of dignity. It's respect. such a shallow, and I think once you see the other side of it, when you hear these words, like, birthing person, and, oh, it's all your choice, and just all this, it's just a shallow... Because they believe, and I think if, you, like, I'm so fucking thankful I had kids before I even attempted to do midwifery, but it's like, when you don't know anything and then especially growing up you think of health professionals as like oh my god wow heroes hero complex like amazing and then if you're told that constantly in your training and you finish and you're like oh i'm only 21 and i've got a degree and i've got a double degree i'm a nurse and a midwife like because awesome let's join nursing into midwifery like nursing fucking belongs there it's disgusting and then I've never even thought about that. It's actually. fucked. Nursing most, is medical. Most midwives are RNs. A lot of them, yeah. yeah. That AC Australian, AC, what's that university down in Canberra? They just do midwifery. And I always like when I went to uni, there was one midwife that was just a midwife, and I was like, "You're purebred. You're not a fucking mixed breed." Mm. Because I think once you have the nursing training, you look at everything as pathology, medical, bad. Yeah. Midwives, it's a completely different thing. But so where I went to uni, which I won't say, the people training us were like ICU nurses and like people that worked in high-risk pregnancy. And the one that taught, like the ICU nurse, I remember being like, so after the baby's born, right? <laughs> like baby's born, everything's fine. Obs, like five-minutely, 10-minutely, 15-minutely. And like... In the real world, though, they're a bit more like, hey, just relax, everything's okay. Like some midwives, some midwives are like, you need to do the ops now. And this midwife training us, new midwives, um, was just like, well, I'm an ICU nurse, so I'm really about people, you know, I need to be organized. So, yes, do it every four hours or do it every five minutes. It's just cover yourself. I'm like, you're a fucking nurse. You're a fucking mid. Like, you're not a midwife. You're a medwife through and through. You don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, why the fuck should I be poking a baby with a thermometer? Why the fuck do I need to be doing the blood pressure of a mother? If Can't you, take, you just sense it? Can't you? You, you will fucking know. But that's not how medicine any, operates anymore. You take any full-term healthy baby and you check it head to toe and mm. you run OBS and you do oxygen mm. levels and you do heart rate, you're going to find something wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking just, just fucking looking looking <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, it's so fucked up. They wanted to run gas tests and all sorts oh. of shit on River. And she was 
horrified oh. that I declined. And I all I said to her, I said, you take any healthy full-term baby mm. and you run all those sort of tests mm. on it, you're going to find something and wrong. And they're so faulty, that shit. And then, and then so you're going to take that test and then you're going to want to do more tests and then you're going to want to give medications and you're going to want to mm. give antibiotics and you're going to want to do all this. Yeah. It's, it's, it mm-hmm. just never fucking ends. I don't, you know what stresses me out is like, oh, we'll just take the baby to NICU or special care just for observations. What the fuck do you think is going to happen to that baby being separated from the fucking mother, yeah, exactly. from the warmth of her, her voice, her back her germs, skin, her, her breasts? breasts. Yeah. What the fuck do you think is going to happen? Mm. Oh, it's spoken at temperature or it's a low temperature. It's just like, oh, fuck me. It's so bad. Like, so good if you need it. But, and so, I mean, it's so sad that so many people think it was necessary. But how many babies happen? don't even need mm-hmm. it? Yeah. How many, like the ultrasound too, like, uh, I don't know, we could talk forever. How long we have we talking for? Yeah. We could. It's so messed up, man. Overlander. I, I like that. Overlander. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to tell you about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would forget, I forget everything. I just couldn't believe when I walked in, just like, can you put a mask on? I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, fucking chill out. <laughs> I, I had to email Bunnings again today. Oh, really? Yes, because they now have a security guard posted on the door refusing entry to anyone who wears a mask, what? who's not wearing a mask. And I have had two friends message me who have legitimate health conditions yeah. and are unable to wear masks. Mm-hmm. And the the lady sitting on the door at Bunnings refused them entry. And her words even were, I don't care. Can I see your exemption? Uh, what are you, what a power tripping bitch. Who, who <laughs> these people think they are that they're privy to people's personal I know. information. And it's so negligent the benefits of wearing a mask. Like it's neither here nor it's nothing. Like oh. wear it if you fucking wanna wear it. And if you don't, that's it. Whatever. You can pull your shirt up over your face and that's considered a I face. I can walk covering. in drinking a coffee and that's technically fine because I'm drinking a fucking thing. But do, do does anyone have any clue how small virus particles are? Yeah, I know. Like, right? yeah. They're just gonna go straight it's through so that motherfucker. Stupid. It's so it's just like a um signaling thing. Like I'm oh, lucky we didn't do this last week about the masks because I was on a rage. Burn, yeah. I even had like a migraine for two days oh, because God. I was just raging yeah. so bad on the masks. It's crazy. I thankfully I haven't been actually no not thankfully I'm like cheat up for a yeah. confrontation. <laughs> I know exactly. You what would have liked the. The Overlander was interesting. I should go get stuff a beer. Um, yeah. She literally ran to the, the corner of the fucking... Did you eyeball her? No, I was like, oh, I was shamed no. out. I was like, fuck. And I was like, and then the guy came over and served me and I was like... <laughs> was he embarrassed? Not really. And I felt like he might have thought she was carrying on like a fucking pork chop because she yeah, fucking yeah. was. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, relax. Like if it was something that... I would have no hesitation if it was something that was, like, proven to be helpful and if the disease was something that was a fucking very big threat. Yes. I would bunker my... Like, I was thinking this this time last year, or maybe a little bit before this time last year, like, oh, my God, like, seeing those images out of China and what we were being told. It was initially suppressed, and I was like, fuck, we're dead. Like, I was thinking my kids are going to be orphans and raised in an orphanage because we're all going to die. Like, I had... You know, I was stressing. Like, I I get that. Like, if it was actually that, I get it. Yeah, but but it's been 12 months. Dude, fuck it. Have you not figured it out yet? I know. <laughs> like this woman in the shop, I was like, man. But like, you know, if you're fa- if you're just following influencers on fucking Instagram and you're like half watching the news, you know, and you don't, you know, in- like we're different, I think, because we've got kids. We're like wanting to know what's going on, you know, like I think a lot of people just don't care and they're like, just do what the government says and stop being like non-compliant. I think a lot of people just genuinely mm. and there's no, there's no there's no alternative path in their mind that the government genuinely care for their safety. Yeah. Yeah. 
But if you've learned nothing from history, mm. you're fucked. Yeah, exactly. Just the the cognitive dissonance or whatever of yes. the AstraZeneca, especially the AstraZeneca vaccine, the back and forward, every, even in our local news, the mainstream news, like even today it was like, oh, top health See, official calls. It's like, and then just looking at what's happening overseas and they're calling for no second dose and people under 50 and all the countries have banned it, suspended it. What the fuck? How dumb are you when there's all these random blood clots, which is not even my worry, really. Like with that's just the tip of the iceberg with what could be happening. Um, and then it's like these health authorities, you know, there's a, a cluster of blood clots and there's like 20 year old nurses dying and shit. And then it's like a week later. Oh, no, nothing to see here. We've, we've investigated it and there's no link. It's like autopsies and coroner cases take months. Like how dumb are you as a fucking Australian citizen to sit there and go, oh, yeah, it's cleared now. It's all good. So they said but, they said with the data that they got from Denmark, I think Denmark? it is. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think it was Denmark. With the data that they collected from Denmark that there was no more blood clots than would normally be Ugh. found in the population, <laughs> right? But so you're a healthy human. Yeah. You go in... You've never had blood clots before in your life. You mm-hmm. go in, you get this shot, you walk out, yeah. and all of a sudden you have a blood clot. <laughs> yeah. Coincidence. It's just such a coincidence. People think they don't you even... You would have got that coincidence. You would have got that blood clot, irrespective of getting that yeah. vaccine. It's... How can people I believe know. that shit? It's crazy. I feel like I would have believed it, though, like a couple of years ago. Like, that's how indoctrinated oh, it is. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, like, true. crazy. Like, Chris's, one of Chris's friends at work, um, work had like severe chest pain and shit after uh, yeah, it and yeah. and chris was like i don't think he re- like put it together like it's just you know and then people going oh i've been so sick man like so fucking sick <laughs> oh my body was on fire and then i was freezing cold and then i was just in bed for three days it was fucking terrible oh you're a 28 year old human yeah you would have been better off getting the coronavirus and, and even this clown here today in the news before you came here i was reading it um, there's a doctor that's been speaking about it, saying like, you know, guys, this isn't a silver bullet. It might not, um, I don't know where it is, but he was basically talking, saying like, it's not a silver bullet, but we can do it. We do know for sure that it reduces deaths and severity of cases. We don't know if it stops transmission. We don't know if it stops all this stuff. And I'm like, you don't even, and he said like the main thing was they want to stop transmission, but they're like, we, we don't know if it does yet. And no, it's like, so what no. are you doing? It's a virus that barely kills anyone. For something, it's not even going to stop doing what they fucking want. Yeah, it's, it's just money, money. fucking money. And people yeah. are like, oh, what if, what if anti-vaxxers always say that it's about money? We don't pay for them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The no, tax, the government has money from uh, their own like private fucking business. The government don't keep 30% of your fucking pay. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure they do. <gasps> Uh, and you watch like Medicare, like have to. Yeah, and then after people, people are always like, "Oh, we're so fortunate to live in Australia because we have Medicare." <laughs> yeah, we're so fortunate to live in Australia, and half our pay goes to the fucking government. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if you saved the yeah. money that you pay in tax, right? Yeah. Pretty sure you could pay you for fucking any lit. fucking illness and injury yeah. that comes across in your and life. And if the if it wasn't a pumped up medical system filled with shit that you know, like basic instruments that are worth five grand, yeah. it's like that's not worth five grand. This is just a fucking rot. Like so the money I have spent on healthcare, the money I have spent on mm. going to the doctor, yeah. in the past eight years is exactly ding 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 zero zero yeah. I feel like I yeah I've the kids have Sophie went to the doctor once for like a weird lump in it which I was completely fine about it was a fucking lymph node and it was and I only went there because one of my relatives we were gonna see and I knew she was gonna say something and I'm like whatever but 
yeah, like no antibiotics. I've never taken the kids to the doctor. No. I barely. I like having gone to the doctor for AIDS. Like Tat to... has been to the ER twice for injuries. Yeah, which um, is what we should have. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think everyone in Australia would be happy to pay for fucking people to be like to not end up like America. Yeah, yeah, for Uh sure. Um, But it's not healthcare; it's fucking sick care. Yeah, it is chronic, chronic illness, fucking illness. Yeah, and in our children mostly. Yeah, it's sad. But it's not even so normalized, though. People don't even recognize it. Oh, eczema. How many mums are like, oh, my kid's on the spectrum, my kid's on the spectrum. I've just had that so many times. I'm like, what's what's happening to our children? Like, fuck. And who's going to manage, who's going to support these children Mm -hmm. when they're the adults, when they're the working working age society? It's so fucked up. We're going to be like China and have no one (laughs) to support them. (laughs) It's going to be us having a bunch of later kids. We'll be like, get the generations through. Yeah. I'll sign up for a couple more. Yeah, I know you would. <laughs> Fuck, man. I was thinking about vasectomies the other day. I was like, maybe Chris should. Like, Stop, I just couldn't Stop's fucking book, do it. Stop's booked in, but... Chris was booked in. I bumped it back every month. I was like, no, 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 no. And then they cancelled it. Yeah, well, he... Stop's booked in on the Gold Coast because we're going down. Oh, yeah. But, um... Mm. Yeah, I think I'll be cancelling that. Have you heard the whole thing with vasectomies? Like, this urologist in Townsville was telling my friend, like, that... Is it vas deferens? Is that tube or whatever? yeah. yeah. Like some dudes will have like four of the cunts, oh, and true. like yeah, and like if you don't see them, is that is that a sign of virility? I don't know. Mm. Interesting. Um, if you cut, like some people, like some urologists, be like oh yeah, cut, 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 and then but they might have missed one, and you know how you get women who just get pregnant straight away, like they're still oh, shooting yeah. lives and shit. Well, yeah. it's like well yeah, you got to be careful. I'm gonna make sure you see them all there. So that's why I'm like, well, even if Chris gets it done. Like, at least now, I know my window. I know when my period's due. I'm yeah, careful. Yeah, if yeah. he had a vasectomy, I might get really lax about it and be like, oh, yeah, fuck it. And that could be, like, 20 weeks pregnant when I find out. I'm like, fuck! We had a vasectomy, baby. You'd know, you'd know before 20 weeks. Yeah, I would. You'd never, you'd never be one of those lucky women to miss half a pregnancy. No, man. How, yeah, that's wild. Can you imagine not finding By, like, six weeks, weeks, I'm feeling not well. Like, oh, I'm six weeks nausea. on the dot. Mm, yeah. Yeah, like, the day. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird, hey? Yeah. So, Tori Spelling, you know Tori Spelling? Is she the chick from Nanotech? Beverly, yeah. And her dad was that super rich dude, Aaron Spelling. Aaron and Spelling, then he yeah. died as she like a director heard. or a producer. Yeah, or oh, yeah. He, like, was he a network man, even? Like, they, like, super rich. Yeah, and yeah. then he died, and then the mother never gave him money, and she has, like, five kids. And anyway, she made a joke on Instagram the other day, April Phil's joke about oh, pregnancy. Yes. And so she. Did it go down well? No. <laughs> like, I don't Is she not on social media? Like, I wouldn't do it because I just wouldn't want to be, like, cast off social media but um so she was holding her belly and then she was like and she didn't let on it was a joke it was really like um whatever the caption was it was something and so then the next thing was an apology and um oh, I was like the yeah I was like just fucking own it man people still will hate you like what don't backtrack like if you say something so do you remember okay this is another thing that lady that is the vice chair of the liberal federal liberal party or whatever the fuck it is how she said the other week oh, um, i wish i was being sexually <laughs> yeah right because she's an older lady so i was kind of like i get the humor and i'm like whatever <laughs> like yeah. i'm just kind of like i get that it's degrading and it's not you know the best but i'm like oh well but when she when she apologizes for it i'm like don't people will still fucking hate you yes. for what you said they're not going to forgive you when you apologize they make a public like, oh, i'm gonna learn and fucking I'm going to do the work. But what you say to me yeah. is you're not responsible for my feelings. That's the thing. This is what I think. Like You you can you could say that you, you could say anything 
anything. Like it's I, up, it's up to me how I respond. You take offense or you don't. Yeah. And like this, this, some people can be nasty and insulting. And I think there's just a difference between a random post. But I do get like, because on April Fools, you know, so this is what she said actually. Number six. So she writes number six. Yeah, and right. and her, so her apology basically said, forever in the media, people always speculating, are you pregnant? Because she's put on a little bit of weight and she's so sick of it and all this shit. So she was like, that was the thing. And she's had miscarriages in the past and stuff like this. But I was like, hmm. And then I see a lot of uh, people posting like, you know, you don't understand what people are going through. They could be having like, you know, we know what some women could be going through. If you're through. going through something really deep. Yeah. Like a like an infant loss or a miscarriage. Infertility or, battle that's yeah, been going on for yeah, a for decade. Sure. It would suck to see something mm. like that. But Tory Spelling is not responsible for how you respond. Yeah. Yeah. You, you need to mm-hmm. you need to sit in what you're feeling. Yeah. It's not up to someone else. Yeah, that's what I think too. I'm yeah. kind of like, well... I mean, it's, it's bad taste. It's Yeah, it is. And I don't think... That's not my humour anyway. Like, I don't think... Yeah, that, yeah. To me, a joke wouldn't be that way. But no. if I oh, see it... the I'm baby like, with fucking teeth? Oh, yeah. That was great. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That, that was, was a good one. Because it got me. Because it got me to first yeah. for a second. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, oh, it's <laughs> April 1st. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, and I just think, like... Also, like, I've known people who are trying to have babies and they're not happy when somebody announces an actual pregnancy. No, and I was there. I remember between... The, yeah, I remember you saying The bubble we lost between Tanner and Cody. Mm-hmm. I remember um, one of the guys I worked with, we didn't work together anymore. He had moved to Brisbane. But yeah. his missus announced baby number two. Yeah. And we'd just lost baby number two. Yeah. And I was fucking gutted. Yeah. And I unfollowed her and I was like, yeah. I can't see. Which I think is a good thing to do because you're taking responsibility. You like, yeah. you know, that's too much for you to see at this time. Yeah. So, you know. It wasn't, it wasn't because I wasn't happy for them. It wasn't mm. because I was an asshole. It wasn't yeah. any of those reasons. It was just, I didn't have the capacity at that stage to be seeing them yeah. excited when I was fucking heartbroken. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. So. There's been... But that's not her fault. She yeah. Shouldn't, she shouldn't post... Like, she shouldn't not post things in yeah. fear of hurting uh-huh. someone. That, that's mine. That's my yeah. baggage, not hers. And it's just like, I'm sick of all these fake rules being made up. Like, BuzzFeed constantly have shit. Not that I follow them, but you see them. Like, you know, or just articles that are like, 10 things not to say to a pregnant mum. Oh, 20 things no. not to say to a breastfeeding mum. Yeah. And I'm like, just shut the fuck up. Like, people can say whatever they... And most people have good intentions. When they say, yeah, are you yeah. pregnant... Or, like, do you know what you're having? Or, like, are you still breastfeeding? Most of it. Or, like, are you going back to work? Nothing is actually in bad faith. They're more just, like, making conversation. You're genuinely curious. They they don't know about your life. Yeah, people just need to fucking grow a pair. Like, you just had a fucking kid and you can't handle someone being, like... Like, I don't know. Like, oh, when's your baby going to start sleeping through the night? It's almost like, we'll just say to them, oh... I'm not focused on that. Like, they're not there. Like, I don't know. Just fucking relax, people. um, When I was pregnant with River... I posted a photo of Dusty breastfeeding and it was really cute. Like I had the big bump and Dusty was breastfeeding and my grandma, obviously like she's in her eighties. So she's like a 43 baby, I think. Oh wow. So proper older generation. Yeah. And she emailed me with genuine concerns that (laughs) I shouldn't be still breastfeeding Dusty, Mm. that, you know, the baby needs the breast milk and, and it might create conflict between Dusty and the baby, and and she was just genuinely concerned. Yeah, I could have taken that as my grandma putting her nose in where it's not welcome, yeah. her giving me bad advice, mm. her putting me down for still breastfeeding yeah. Dusty. But that's not what it was. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. her looking at her granddaughter. Yeah, and in her opinion, actually concerned in her head. Yes. Yeah, she had genuine concerns yeah. for me, my baby, mm. my, my son. Yeah, not it wasn't 
It wasn't anything else. It wasn't in like... Um... So I, like a fucking mature adult, <laughs> yeah. just emailed her back and said, I really appreciate your concern, but yeah. I know what I'm doing, yeah. basically. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah, exactly. That's good. And like, that's it will... It does... It would get annoying, but it's like, at the end of the day, it's just like, we, people don't say everything to mothers in malice. Like, I feel like no. everything... Even... Yeah, and a lot of it comes back to how we interpret it. It's just like, mum guilt. Yeah, yeah. You mm-hmm. know? You, a mother that... Oh, are you still breastfeeding? No. Yeah. I I switched to formula. Yeah. That's the mum guilt. Yeah. You're feeling attacked. Yeah. Because you feel guilty. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. It's nothing else. Yeah, exactly. Oh, did you have bub naturally? Yeah. Oh, no, I had a C-section. That's just the mum guilt. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing else. Yeah. It's... You're not yeah. actually offended at the yeah. question. And then also, I think people have the right to judge everyone. It's we're fucking humans. Yeah. I think people have a right to be like, you silly cunt, you had two babies, free birth with no medical assistance. Like, are you fucking demented? Oh, you silly and, cunt, you ugh. had four babies in four years. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think people have a right to shit on that. Like, whatever. Like, I know it's kind and of I crazy. do all the time. <laughs> like, that's fine. Like, and then, I don't know, but then I also can be like, Say, so I was at a fucking birthday party the other week and there was, and so I think there's an unspoken rule between working mothers and stay-at-home mothers. You're like in between, like you're at home all the time and you work as well. So you're like a kind of go-between, whereas I'm just pure stay-at-home right now, I'm fucking with no purpose, according to some people. <laughs> um, anyways, um, so I was at a birthday party and the mother is like a very high-achieving like career woman which is like fucking fine I never said okay so I come in I'm like hey how are you like I kind of vaguely know her and she is like oh I went back to work I'm like oh cool and so she's bringing everything up I'm not fucking saying shit I don't say anything like and um she's like oh going back to work bub's doing good in daycare I'm like oh that's so good and she's like going on about like you know went there for weeks beforehand to get her ready I'm like oh that's great you know and she's like you know we're not all fortunate to be at home and all of this stuff and I'm like I'm pretty sure your husband earns more than my fucking husband anyways (laughs) and I was just like don't I could go back and get petty and be like oh well you know we're not all fortunate to have 200 series fucking land cruises look at my 2013 Kia motherfucker which I am jealous of (laughs) (laughs) but I'm just like we all make fucking choices it's like me complaining like oh you've got a nice car it's like well go to work Sarah if you want a fucking nice car I know a woman that went back to work to pay for car repayments it's just like this is petty and so I feel like we all know we all talk about each other. When you're with a bunch of, if you're a working mum and you're with a bunch of working mums, you bitch about stay-at-home mums. Like, yeah, you're lazy, yeah. you don't know anything. And then when all the, like, stay-at-home mums get together, they probably, like, I don't even have really other stay-at-home mum friends. But, like, we would all be like, oh, you fucking work and not seeing your kid. But when you meet each other, don't fucking talk about anything. Like, don't bring it up. Like, I just, I'm like, whatever, man, because it's going to get nowhere because we I all do they, what we need to do. I think they feel personally affronted too. Like, mm. You know, so homeschooling. We've recently decided yeah. to homeschool and we've, we've, we've started, I guess. So cute. Yeah. Unschooling, like, whatever the fuck we're doing. Yeah. Every time, every single person I've mentioned it to yeah. feels the need to tell me why they can't homeschool. Yeah. What's with that? I'm like, I don't give a shit why you can't. I don't give a shit if your kid goes to school. Yeah. My kid was going to school yeah. until a week ago. Yeah. You know, this is just the choice that is best for our family. Yeah. And it's going to work or it's not. Yeah. And, but I don't. You don't, you don't have to defend your choice. I know, like, I don't actually fucking think about your kid. Like, I no. don't even, 
Yeah, it's weird, hey. Or, you know, when you say to uh, a mother that you're, you're breastfeeding, mm. they go, they have to tell you why they couldn't breastfeed, yeah, why they were right. unsuccessful, why their journey yeah. ended soon. Like, dude, if you want to tell me your story, cool. Yeah. But don't wait for me to mention breastfeeding mm. to tell mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Like, and I think a lot of people don't want to, and that's fucking fine, but don't... Sometimes I think people look for... Um, permission from a breastfeeding yes. mother to yes. say it's okay not to breastfeed it's yes. like they want you because they know oh, you, you tried really hard you did your best just quit like yeah. it's like, you're not gonna get, like i'm not gonna if you want to breastfeed do these things yeah if you don't formula feed don't fucking all this sometimes i think it'd be better if women were more like men and can you imagine if men had babies it'd be more competitive it's more just down the line only, we'd all be one child families that's true. Yeah, they'd <laughs> never do it more than Chris once. Can't even. Yeah, that's true. He can't be sleep deprived for too long. No. Yeah, but I just think there's just so much emotion and all the fucking bullshit that cock blocks everything. Oh and yeah. I'm just like, no, like do this, do that, do that. And if you it don't, all that's it. All boils back to the mum guilt. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know exactly. Your breastfeeding journey ended sooner than you would have liked. Mm. You feel guilty. Yeah. Your birth didn't follow the plan that you, the, the path that you thought it would, or mm-hmm. that you had planned for it to, or that you fucking worked your ass off for it to. Yeah. You feel guilty. Yeah. It is. It all boils back to the yeah. guilt. It's nothing else. Yeah. It's not the 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 grandmother that emails you out of concern. Mm-hmm. It's not the friend that says post she's, that. Yeah. That she's going to work. It, it's mm-hmm. none of that. It's just you feel guilty. Yeah. And why do you feel guilty mm. if you made your choices and you own your choices and you're confident in your choices and you. You yeah. sit in those choices. Yeah. What the fuck you got to feel guilty yeah, about? Yeah. Why do we why do we do that to ourselves? Yeah. Is he just like fucking own it? Like who like if I had to send my kid to like I don't want my kids in daycare and like I've been blessed not to have to use it. And if I sent them I'd no, still no, be so like that's fucked. You're not blessed. You've made choices. Yeah, that's the thing actually. We have planned it. Like when I met Chris, you we drive both a knew two, a two hundred and thirteen Kia. <laughs> yeah. You don't have a yeah, new exactly, series yeah. because yeah. that would yeah, this that is would just disadvantage. And it's family. not that fucking long. Like my kids no. aren't well, they're at home for a long time now because <laughs> I'm schooling. Yeah. But it's but like again, your one choice. day that yeah, one day they will be older and whatever that'll happen. Like you know, yeah, it's fucked. Like I just think if I did have to send my kids to get daycare, I would still be like, I don't fucking like it. I don't want them mm. there. I'd love to be home, but you know, I wanted this new fucking car, and you know what. That's yeah. just whatever. And just say that. Yeah. Why, why do you say, oh, I, ha- I have to work? Yeah. I, I or always... like, I'm career orientated. I don't want to be out of the workforce. Yes. Like, that's fucking cool. Like, that's that's... that chick at that thing at the birthday was like that. I'm like, I fucking admire you because you're like a go-getter, like ball breaker chick. Like, that's yeah. fucking rad. You don't need to come at me with like, oh, we're not fortunate to be at home like you. And I'm just like, oh, you know what? Like, I always you don't have my... to fucking add that shit in. My sister-in-law, <laughs> as an example, she, she makes... Dave Ramsey and Scott oh. Pape look like fucking amateurs. Oh, really? Like, she is hardcore budget oh, queen. Wow. Yep. If you ever have a financial budget-related question, wow. she is the guru. What a fucking awesome. So, she... It took them a lot longer than they expected to have babies. Yeah, right. So, she... And, and then they were pretty broke, I guess, when, when she was home. Yeah. Her, kids never went, her girls never went to daycare. Amazing, yeah. She made it fucking work. Yeah, yeah. She, she could have easily been a woman that said, oh, I had to go back to work. Yeah, yeah. But she didn't. Yeah. They sat in their fucking brokenness. <laughs> yeah. And, and lashed yeah. the time with their girls. Yeah. You know? This is this is a good thing about social media is like we live in a mining town and like people say it's like stepping back a few decades because there are a lot of mums who don't have to be at work because of the income or whatever. Yeah. But then like on Facebook and in groups, you see mums who are on the coast, their husbands are the breadwinners, they're earning like seventy five grand 
and they are fucking doing it. Like, they are, like, at home. They're making it work. They're, like, you know, doing shit that I don't do. Like, I'm, like, me and Chris could be doing so much better if I actually, like, didn't buy coffee and didn't buy all the extra shit. <laughs> like, you know, like, I could be doing so much better. And But we still make it work. And I'm just, like, man, when – I just find it just perplexing. Yeah. And it's just adjust And, like, that's – it's fine if you want shit and you want yeah. to consume shit. But, just but fucking just say, say that. that. Yeah. So, I go to work. I like shit. I go to work. Yeah. So, we can have a holiday every year. Yeah. So, uh-huh. we can do fun shit on the weekends. Yeah, my kids are in, like, everything. And yeah. Whatever. Like, that's just, why I work. That's fucking cool, man. One of my friends was – she's, like, so cute. She's from, like, Mauritius Islands or whatever. And um, she's, like – Oh, I could never be at home. Like, I just like to buy sh- things. I like to shop. Like, yeah, I could cool. never. I know. And she's not a super maternal woman. Like, you don't have to be maternal. Like, no. you know. And um, I was just like, fucking go you, man. And then there are people who are like both parents are working at Macca's earning minimum. And they are the ones that like should have completely free. You know, they're just like a struggling. They're on Struggle Street. They're like battlers or whatever. And I'm like, cool. That's like as a community, I like to think that their kids are getting quality daycare. Yeah. Whatever that means. Um, you know, like that's, you know, those are the, what's, what's, what it's for is like single parents. And yeah, yeah. This podcast, we're going to get burnt alive. I don't care. <laughs> I have these conversations with people all the time. Yeah, same. I just don't publicize it. But yeah. Yeah. Like I said to you the other week, that um, movie, How to Alienate People and Lose Friends. Lose Friends, yeah. Lose, how to Lose I Friends and Alienate People. I don't think I've seen it. I haven't. Um, I've seen the one, you know, what is it? Best friend for the last day on earth or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, with those yeah. funny dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Is it similar? I think so. Like, I, I watched it years ago, and I was like, this is hilarious. Oh, the, but these are conversations I have with people all the time. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I do with the right... Like, I wouldn't say... Like, like if it's a working mum, I just don't even bring it up. Because I'm like, there's no... It, like, I feel like it just goes round and round in circles. Because they have made a decision, and I've made a decision, and it's like, whatever. Like, if we want to keep going toe-to-toe, like, who the fuck wins, really? I, I'm not going to convince them to, like... I don't know anyone, genuinely yeah. don't know anyone, don't know any woman yeah. that has to go back to work. Yeah, true. It's all choices. Yeah. It's all the new car, the new house, yeah. the holidays, yeah. the the shit you can live Even without. where you choose to live. Yeah. And who cares? I don't care that you've made that choice. Yeah. Your choice is no better than mine. Yeah. It's just different. Yeah. You know? There's fucking days I'm like, oh, I could have the fucking mad dog job right now, CN <laughs> level, fucking all the bells and whistles. Yeah. We could be, you know, and I'm like, fuck, like my kids will be gone in no time like with a flick of a like we had like growing up was just like funerals all the time and I think it was a blessing in disguise because it was like life you know that Buddha quote and it's like um the problem is you think you have time Mm -hmm. and that's what me and Chris were like I when we're on our deathbed like what am I going to regret it's not going to be like people never talk about money I regret yeah I regret not traveling and shit it'd be like I regret not having children and like they're only little for so this it's so quick Sophie's fucking seven now Tana's, Tana, Tana be eight this year that's crazy and you can't wait to get the fuck away from us yeah. already <laughs> I say to the kids when I talk them in I'm like you can live with us forever and yeah, I say to Chris I hope we have like a little weird arty kid that just lives in our basement forever like yeah. I wouldn't want them that for them but for me for selfish reasons Cody says like, that um we're uh, I'm moving out with her and we're gonna so live in cute. the snow we're gonna find a house in the that's snow so and she's like will you live with me oh mommy I'm like, yes, baby, I'll, I'll live, live in the snow with you in yeah. the next cabin along <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's crazy and I like I've just got plenty of time to fucking work and I think it, it also like your partner really makes a fucking difference huge I remember Fuck. when I was pregnant with Tana and I was like 
Chris wanted me to stay be a stay at home mum. Yeah, right. Because his mum was and his sisters were. Yeah, and that's uh-huh. just what he knew and that's what he mm-hmm. liked. And I was like, yeah, fuck that. I love my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was the breadwinner. Yeah, wow. And it was. I was going so back to work funny. and then yeah. I remember Tana was six days old I remember mm-hmm. I said to Chris I said I don't want to go back to work yeah. and he's like yes <laughs> but then obviously we had to look at our finances figure out what the fuck like, to do how are we going to do this mm-hmm. and it was only because I was paid for so long that it worked but yeah. um, nine months I went in and told my boss I couldn't go back to work Yeah, it was just I don't know and you don't know that until yeah mm-hmm. for sure hey. And but then like I know a lot of women that look forward to their work days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I know some that are like, I would dry, I would shoot myself if I had to be at yeah. home. And I like totally feel that too. I'm like, yeah, man, like it's nice yeah. to get away. Yeah. And, and that doesn't make me better or them better or yeah. worse or mm-hmm. anything. It's just, we're different. Yeah, exactly. Like this was a, like with Chris, he had a stay at home mom and I did too. And like before we even fucking got engaged, we would talk about kids and stuff. And yeah. it was always just a known thing. Like it's just always something I always knew. Like I was like, I will definitely so what be made you want to go to work? When I went back? Yeah. I think it was just so the first time I went back to, because I went back to work twice. Yeah, I remember you went in yeah. between Emily in between, and Chloe. Um, yeah, Roman and Chloe. So in between number two and three, I went back to work. Oh, did you? For like six months in the wound thing. Yeah. And um, that was purely just to get a bank loan to get a house. Oh. So we could write on paper. And I literally yes, right. was hiding the pregnancy when we'd go into the bank. <laughs> so I'm like, is there anything going to stop you thinking I'm wearing the baggiest shirt? I'm like, we'll fucking make it work. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then like before, like I think the loan was approved and I like just quit. <laughs> I was like, fuck that. Because it was like every morning for four hours and mum and dad and Chris, um, because Chris was working shifts. So it was a combination of mum and dad and that. But I fucking hated it so much. And yeah, I yeah. swear to God, the kids didn't laugh as much because I think I was always like, oh, I'm going to go to work. And, you know, it was nice. Like I like being there. And, you know, when people talk about, um, I think about my kids all the time. When I was there, I'd forget I had fucking kids. And I like I had two and I was pregnant. But I would be like, oh, that's right. Like, I've got kids at home. I'm like, this is a real forgetting. Like, I'm like, hmm. That's awesome. So it was interesting. And then the next time was, um, I don't know, I just had it in my head. Like, I had it all worked out. Like, I had a thing written out before I even had, like, you lasted probably. a hell of a lot longer than I thought you would. Yeah. 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 Everybody, like, everyone. As soon as I, you started to do, like, actual practical shit. Mm. Oh, I was like, two yeah. weeks. I give it two weeks. <laughs> All that, whenever I do tarot cards and stuff, everything was like, bad, 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 don't do it. Even, and even before that, like even with having the first baby, Sophie, everyone was like, you should be a midwife. You're so into birth and stuff. And I was like, I don't know. Like, cause my thing was, I don't want to ever put my fingers up a vagina. You me the night before oh, we yeah. were supposed to go. You were like, don't, don't do it, man. Like everyone I respected you said, was and you like. And said, you said, give me one word answer. Should I be doing this? <laughs> I don't remember and message. it was fucking no in capital letters i would just yeah and it was a battle like everything was everything i did like in that so the two weeks i did at the uni like two blocks like there was one in the first it was just a giant eye roll honestly and like i remember like gonna walk out twice in the uni week like i was trying like i remember nearly being in tears like i was just like this is so backwards because in my head i always had this thing and what you'd heard from other people was like uni teachers good even though I know, like, for our standard, like, our core belief is, like, we don't even, like, that's not even in the equation, like, needing all of this. But in my head, I went back because I'm, like, women deserve, like, better midwives. And if I'm a midwife that's in the system, like, because I know my first midwife was awesome. Um, was I'm she like, really, though? Yeah, well, that's the thing. I was a very lucky birth. I birthed 
within the cookie cutter framework of how you should birth. Yeah, yeah. And so I, it was purely luck that it went well. Uh, well, it didn't really like, <laughs> anyways. But I just remember being like at this uni thinking we were gonna be taught like woman-centered care and it was just, like anything but, it was so bad. And I was just like, holy shit. And like, cause I always heard the uni was good, but when you go into the work for, like place, you realize the birth culture of whatever they think it is, that's what it is. It's not evidence-based, it's not anything. And so when I went there, I was like, this is fucked. And I remember the shifts were okay. But then it was just like, you'd see a birth and I was just like, this is too much. And you know how you have your own trauma as a person, like seeing births and stuff. And so I was very conscious of like working through my own, you know, like after the baby comes out when they want to like put their fingers up your vagina to see if there's a tear. Like that was excruciating to watch. I was like, and then they wanted me to do it. And I'm like, I can't, like, I can feel this. Like it's fucked. And a lot of the midwives never had children. They don't know, you know? And I think there's a thing, like, you just don't know unless you have a baby. No, like, I, it blows my mind that men can be midwives and like that it. women who haven't had children yet can be a yeah, midwife. It just, crazy. it blows my mind. Some of them, and so the thing is, is like, <laughs> so people that don't know fucking anything, like, oh, I had a great midwife. It's like, what constitutes that? Same mm. with my granddad. Oh, I have a lovely nurse. How do you know? Like, yeah, they smile. Do you know anything about how they're practicing, what they're saying, how they're coercing you, how they're not telling you the things, you know, like, I don't give it, it's not about like everyone there. I really got along with, I really liked as a person, as a friend, like I would party with them if I had the choice, like lovely people. But like, it's not about them as individuals. It's just about the training. It's about, it's just just like, this is fucked and everything you've been taught is fucked. And it's almost like going to uni teaches you to have this ego and this authority over women. And you think like you're unquestionable and you are all knowing. And if a woman comes to you, they are under, like, it's just the... It's like back to front, upside down, inside out. Like, I'm like, I don't even know where to start with this fuck show. And I was just like, I need to quit. Like, this is fucked. Yeah, I can't. I will go grey. I will be. And I was just, this is fucked. I often think about becoming a doula. Yeah. Often. Like, all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. But I have now obviously closed the door because yeah. I could not support a birth in a hospital. Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't be witness. Mm-hmm. to the abuse of yeah. women while they're birthing yeah i couldn't i just couldn't do it there's, there's uh-huh. no you you want to have you want a free birth mm-hmm. i'm fucking i'm your girl yeah yeah I'm next year uh-huh. i'll 100 yeah. rub your back and tell you how yeah. awesome you are yeah you don't need anything else yeah <laughs> i feel like in my life like it's so emotional i think for me like birth stuff and i think it, i don't want it to be the center of my world like i want to do whatever i want like i want to be a fucking lawyer one mm. day and then i want to be the lawyer that works and works like when my kids are older and shit and just be like so cool <laughs> with my fucking corvette car <laughs> but then i want to be like a couple of times a year someone's like oh old mate fucking sarah goes to birth every now and then and just for the odd woman yeah just to go to her house yes. and be like fuck yeah yeah for my daughters and for their yeah. friends and, and just because i feel like street and... was it ever meant to be a registered profession or no, was it, it just woman's work it it's became just... a registered profession when a man realized he mm. could make fucking yeah. money from it. and when the gps wanted to take midwives off because they wanted that family business yeah like they, they didn't want midwives to do it and no. yeah i just think fuck man yeah it's a bit and then the midwives the are with women yeah the only way they can Hmm. do it like you said the only way they can be that midwife that hopefully is going to change things or just change the birth for at least one woman yeah they can only be midwives if they are part of the system yeah there's no there's no in between and if you want to get along with your colleagues and stuff yeah how how long will you last in a system if you're calling out every fucked up thing you see like you would be critiquing everything 
like everything from the minute that woman like stands on the ward for her induction like everything you'd be calling out and it's like how and then when the woman doesn't even know and she thinks it's great and she wants the induction and you know like oh I've, I've read and then you're like um how do you feel about pain relief and oh well what's involved with an epidural you don't you haven't even you've said like if you don't know what the have, fuck how have you not googled the fucking epidural by now you're in labor you dickhead fuck if you don't know your options you have yeah, no options fucking zero man yeah yeah, it's fucked. And that's what I just thought, like, when you hear, like, all these, um, you know, like, podcasts with, like, Dr. Stu's one and, like, the home birth podcasts and stuff, they all say, like, when you work in the system as a midwife who's only ever worked in a hospital, you went through a normal university, and that's all you fucking know, you need to unlearn everything about birth when you step into the community nursing and, even just like, being, not nursing. Even just like, being a woman who, like, I, I, I didn't know much about birth beforehand. My mum all, my mum had all of us vaginally, but my, mm-hmm. they were all born in hospital, like, we were all born in hospital. Yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. really know a great deal about birth. My, mm. My sister had her son vaginally, but she chose for an epidural. Everyone around me sort of mm-hmm. had normal birthing experiences. I didn't really know anyone that had suffered too much trauma. Yeah. Um, but even totally lost my train of thought. About, oh, I was saying oh, that midwives need to unlearn everything. Yeah, even, even I had deep-rooted fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't even surrounded by that yeah, much crazy. trauma, you know? Yeah. You know, Tana's, Tana's birth was pretty average, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it was traumatic. Yeah. Um, Cody's was good. Dusty's was great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but that trauma is there. Yeah. It's there in the mm-hmm. shows, in the TV shows. Oh. You know, when the women are putting. Oh. Ah! Oh. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. It it's doesn't there. have to fucking be like that, man. It's an emergency. Quick, cut her yeah. open. Oh. Like, it's there. Everything's life saving. It's in the shows, it's in the movies, it's in the conversations women mm-hmm. have, it's in, it's in yeah. everything. Like, yeah. There's it's no fuck. escaping it. And, yeah. And I just think, like, midwives are um like great and stuff but then i just think like like they are holding the fucking system up as well like they are holding the patriarchy up they are obstetricians fucking handmaidens as much as i don't want to be it's just like you know like i don't know the whole thing is fucked and when to i just quick so i don't see a future for how i want to be if i ever am a midwife you know i can't see it ever working in that system no ever because it's like you are literally crazy like it's you're treated like a crazy person if you're like with women yeah like i don't know like even blood loss is the biggest everything becomes the same birth everything like it muddles into the same concoction of fuckedness every birth and then it's just like oh you know lucky like i never okay so i never once felt scared about a baby's life like i never had an intuition i was like oh my god but everybody's like "Ah!" Oh, like the scariest thing about this is that we've completely augmented this labor. Like it is terrifying, and it is hilarious that we can augment labor like that. Like the second there's syntocin going through that woman's body or syntonin, I can never say it. Um, like I'm fucking scared. Like we're fucking around with hum- like with nature now, and it's kind of scary. And it never ends well. No. Like, and then if it does, it's like, oh wow. And then it's and then who takes the credit then? Like you know, like I don't know. It's, it's fucked. Oh, the hospital saved my baby. Yeah. Oh, I, I had pethidine for pain relief and then baby's heart rate crashed and lucky I was oh, in the hospital yeah. because yeah, no, right. oh. that they totally saved my baby. There was a mum and she was like having some D cells um, on her back. So I was like, jump up. Like, and not Move many. Around. Yeah, like sit up. So I'd put the bed up and she's leaning over. Baby's heart rate, beautiful. Mm. Then, um, and she was like handling them well, but just once again, like not prepared for it. And like I was just like rubbing her back the whole time and just like, fuck yeah. Like, um, and then she's like, I want the epidural. And I was like, fuck. 
And I, yeah, I remember thinking like, you're not going to do well, dude. Because whenever you lay on your back, this fucking heart rate drops. And they're not going to like that. Like the hospital's not going to like that, even if it's a normal thing for your baby. Um, and then, which it is like at the end. Um, yeah. And so it was, what did you think happened? C-section. Yeah. yeah. C-section. Because, oh, it's what? dropped. Imagine seeing it. And I was like, what the fuck, man? Can you imagine? And the midwife's like, oh, this always happens to me. I'm like, you didn't see the writing on the fucking wall? Can, you, <laughs> can you imagine how River's birth would have gone if I was oh. in the hospital? And can you imagine if you were induced and they broke your waters? Mm. I it would have been a C-section for sure. It's fucked, man. I, I, I know. I, I, just... I do wonder what her heart rate was doing while I was I in labor. Yeah. But it clearly didn't matter. Yeah. Because she was born beautiful. And her cord was and... blue, hey? Yeah, blue yeah. was blue. That was the first thing I asked off. Yeah. It's annoying because I would have just done the same thing as you too. Like, once again, I got lucky too with my births at home. Like, I was very quick, normal, nothing weird happened, you know? Yeah. So I, was, I didn't have to contend with anything like that. That was like did. the only weird thing that could possibly have taken me to a fucking Oh, hospital. I know! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Anything else I was I was prepared and down with at home. Unless a little fucking hand come out first. That was the only other thing that yeah, was. Yeah, that would have been random. Unless yeah. yeah, unless it was or shoulder would have been worse. I think I could I, I think I would have known how to what to do with a shoulder. Yeah, right. I wouldn't know what to do with a hand. Unless it was a nuchal hand. Like yeah. above the head. Oh yeah, that would have been alright. But yeah. like I'm in like a proper fucking hand. Yeah. And then the baby's like Yeah, yeah, like a transverse baby, you mean yeah. like a full fucking arm hanging out, you'd be yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this isn't gonna end this well. ain't great i remember like talking to my dad before the first free birth at home and i was like talking about our aneurysms yeah, yeah. and no what the fuck's it called pulmonary embolism pulmonary oh, embolism, right yeah, like yeah. after that and um i was like dad i'm probably gonna fucking die in hospital anyway if that happens so if it happens at home i'll be happy to be at home and dad like cried that was the only time he cried and i was like dad man if like it's not you're not gonna be fucking safe mostly like unless you're in a really fucking good facility man no. I'd be fine. And there is a risk birthing out here anyway. So if you really care about risk, go somewhere with the fucking level, whatever, if, intensive care for babies. If you're scared of risk of childbirth, don't get pregnant. Yeah, like don't even have a baby. No, because the risk, is, the risk is there no matter where you Yeah, exactly. Birth, no matter how your birth goes, mm-hmm. the risk is there. Yeah. This is the thing too, like on another episode, because we've been talking for a while now, we need to talk about free birth more and our choices. But um, this is the misconception, I think. Like if you have a baby at home, you think everything's always dandy. And I feel like free birthers, like we process and think about death probably more than most. Like we think about because the Because it's our responsibility. Yeah, we're taking responsibility for yeah. the outcome. The, the difference between a hospital birth and a free birth mm-hmm. or even a home birth. Yeah. So when you birth in a hospital, mm-hmm. you are putting your life and the life of your baby in the hands of the hospital staff. If you choose a home birth, you're putting your life in the hands and the baby's life in the hands of your midwife. Yeah. Free birthing, mm-hmm. it's all on you, baby. Yeah. Every yeah. fucking choice you make, you are 110% responsible for exactly. it. Exactly. And so in that instance, you prepared. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. any free birthers that walk into it blindly and just go, oh, I'm just going to have my baby Yeah. Yeah. I don't know any. No, None. exactly. They are all so well-read. Yeah. And they are so in tune with mm-hmm. their bodies and their babies. Yeah. That they are 1,000 times more prepared yeah. than any woman birthing yep. in a hospital. Yeah. And they are a hell of a lot more equipped yeah. than any obstetrician yeah. in any top-rate facility. Yeah. So I think like people, if you, if the fucking world ends right, but we're all kind of bumbling along here and there's no hospital system and nothing, and you're in the middle of the bush and you're pregnant and you're laboring, you want somebody who, like a midwife, even though not like the midwife as we think of it now, but like an authentic kind of midwife, you would want, yeah, like a birth keeper. 
you would want that person there any day of the week. They're not obstetrician that has no tools and no equipment. It's got no they fucking don't clue know what to about do. birth. Yeah, like no. people are like, oh, I want the best. Like that was me with my first. I'm like, oh, I'll get the fucking private GP. Who was a GP? He wasn't even a fucking obstetrician. <laughs> he was a fucking GP, man. He just had that whack on deployment yeah, yeah. thing to do Caesars and stuff. Um, but I was like, these people don't know. Like, but people assume if you've got the higher degree, you understand it more. And it's like, they don't how, fucking understand natural he birth. How, he knows how to cut yeah. you open. If I need a fucking Caesar, I'm going to him. I'm not going to the fucking yeah. midwife. Yeah, for sure. People don't get it, man. No. And even just the intuition side of it, mm-hmm. you know, like, how dare I know my body? I know. You fucking <laughs> crazy <laughs> Fucking bitch. witch. <laughs> How, how dare you not get any scans? Mm-hmm. How dare you not see yeah. photographic evidence that your baby has a head? <laughs> and this is like in that podcast, it's my favourite podcast of all time with that lawyer, Hermaine Hayes Klein or whatever. And she talks about how this like completely alienates mums from each other because somebody might have had a scan that showed something and they're like, well, how dare you? You're not doing it. Like yeah. it saved my baby. So fuck you. And it's like, it's got nothing to do with you. But clown. did the scan save your baby? That's the thing. Most of the time, how many women have gotten pregnant and gone through all their shit and had all the little dramas and then at the end of the day, nothing actually eventuated. Nothing that, ha- that was me with the first two. I was like, I remember just thinking like all those little things that popped up in ultrasounds and all this shit, like nothing really. No. And most of the time, like, Dr. Stu, who's, like, an awesome obstetrician because – for an obstetrician because he worked in a system for so long and he has just a good um, – what do you call that word? Like, perspective yeah. um, on it. And he just says, like, obstetric emergencies, like, true obstetric emergencies are so slow moving. You can see the signs. The mothers can see the signs. And, yeah, I don't, I've lost my fucking train of thought. They – yeah, I don't know where you're going. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Um – Oh, I love mum brain. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> Poof. <laughs> Do you know what I was actually thinking? What? I've fucking got to go home and make pasta. Yeah, I was going to say, the kids are going to be home soon and yeah. I want another drink. <laughs> Chris will be like, fuck Sarah, you said an hour. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're Chris? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I always try and say stuff when I'm talking to you or Sam. Yeah, yeah. I have his Chris as well. Really? And yours. God. Yeah, so I always and she's Sam like S as well. Like mm. Sam. That's confusing. And her mum's name's Chris too. We have so many weird things. Like we yeah, met our husbands the same year. We got married the same year. When we met it, like both our third borns were our first like home births in the home. Mm-hmm. Like it was a lot of weird shit, man. Yeah, that's cool. All right. And the whole milk thing. What milk thing? I borrowed your booby milk. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Cody's got a little bit of you in Yeah, it. I know. She's like technically half my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Yeah. And because you were living out at your mum and dad's. Yeah, yeah. Time. Like at Breakwing. You yeah. live there now. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, All right. I don't know how to sign off. See you next week. See, I was thinking, what's an Australian way to sign off? And I'm like, we could say catch account. <laughs> but we won't. <laughs> no, well, we just did. Catch account. Catch account. <laughs> <laughs>